Welcome to our video podcast. We're looking forward to our special guest today, Pastor Kurt Skelly, the pastor of Faith Baptist Church in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Interesting subject today is we're going to be discussing. It's titled, How to Get the Most Out of Your Bible. So we're going to have some fun with this today. Really two specific questions I'm going to ask him and looking forward to this topic. Pastor Skelly, again, thank you so much for joining us. Let's start with this. What are uh, maybe just some common responses that, that you hear when people ask you, you know, well, the question about getting the most out of their Bible or the excuses as to maybe why I don't seem to really get anything out of reading the Bible? Sure, sure. And I, I hear a, a number of different answers to people that um, say, hey, I'm not getting much out of my Bible. I think, first of all, let me just say this. I think the number one reason why people don't get things out of the Bible is because they don't read their Bible. Right. Uh, honestly, yeah. I feel like... Even statistically would prove that. Yeah. Right. We talk about reading the Bible. We emphasize reading the Bible. But the average person struggles reading his Bible every yeah. day. And, and one of the reasons I hear for why people struggle reading the Bible is because... Uh, they don't understand it. Mm. Sometimes they'll say, I don't understand the Old English. Sometimes they'll say, I just don't understand, you know, Bible themes. I'm reading the Old Testament. I got started in January. I got to Leviticus and I started reading <laughs> about all these sacrifices. Um, so I don't understand it. Uh, it's not relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, it doesn't read like other literature, mm-hmm. uh, but I think there are some deeper reasons, and it's the reason that you, it's, it's why you and I, uh, Jason, wanted to have this uh, talk today, because I think there are deeper reasons why people don't understand the Bible. I think you guys on Let's Talk did an episode some time ago about hermeneutics. Yep, a couple weeks ago. So uh, in that episode, and I'm sorry I didn't see it, yep. uh, what, what did you basically cover? Well, first, that kind of hurts my heart that you didn't see it. But anyway. I didn't uh, even know you had a podcast <laughs> until today, so I will watch it. Yeah, well, we've, right now we've got four people watching. My dad watches it, and then uh, Mason. So we're up to four views as Good. of now. So. Good. That, that's, that's a start. No, we're just having some fun with it. We've been encouraged that some folks have been tuning in. Um, so back to your question. So what, what did you yeah. basically yeah. cover in that episode. It was a little bit different. It was more, uh, you know, uh, rightly dividing the word of truth and understanding what doctrinally and dispensationally would be applicable to a Christian today. Obviously, we know all the Bible is given by inspiration, but, you know, we're not washing our hands seven times before we eat. You know, wearing silk is not an issue. Uh, we can eat pork today. Okay. So, so those what, are, that's kind of the direction we went in that uh, hermeneutics. Which there. is important. Yeah, it's the, crucial. Which is important. Yeah. Here's what I would say. I would say hermeneutics is the science of Bible interpretation. So yeah. when you study your Bible, there are certain rules that apply. Mm. Uh, for instance, uh, if the literal sense makes sense, seek no other sense. In mm. other words, the Bible is literature to be taken literally, mm. unless it employs a literary device like a, um, you know, a poetry or like a personification right. or whatever. Right. I would say number two, that hermeneutics would, would involve uh, reading the Bible in its historical context, uh, context uh, understanding 
the grammar, understanding the author and the audience, and we could go on and on. Mm. But what I wanted to say in this episode is one of the reasons why people really struggle understanding their Bible is because of some spiritual reasons. Mm -hmm. And this is something I don't yep. see emphasized, uh, Jason, in, in, in some of the circles that, that, that I spend time in. And that one of the reasons why uh, you, a viewer right now, might be struggling understanding your Bible is because you're not on the wavelength of the Lord. Right. And let me explain what I mean by that, okay? What I mean by that is it is impossible for unspiritual people to understand the Bible. This book yeah. is not like any other book. It's not, it's not, it's not a history book. Right. Now, it contains history. Yeah. It's not a science book. It's not an encyclopedia, it, although it is a book of knowledge. This is a spiritual book. And the Bible tells us that God will reveal his truth to people that are willing to obey his truth. Correct. And so a spiritual man yep. is one who has trusted Christ as his savior. He's yep. been born of the spirit and who has a desire to follow God's Holy Spirit's mm -hmm. leading in his life. So would you be saying a little differentiating between 1 Corinthians 2.14, for example, the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, neither can he know them, Okay, they are foolishness unto them, right? Neither can they know because they're spiritually discerned. Is that being an unsaved man which can't understand the Bible versus a carnal man who isn't, you know, living? So kind of walk us through. Is that kind of what you're... Okay, sure. So the natural man is the unsaved man. Okay. Uh, and 1 Corinthians 2.14, you just referenced. And the Bible says the natural man doesn't receive the things of the Spirit of God. Right. It's, not that, uh, it's not that an unsaved man can't take the Bible and read right. the words. Right, right. And understand it. The from spiritual the sense. sense they're not but, getting. But, right. right. So we, this is getting the most out of your Bible. Yeah. One of the reasons people don't read their Bible consistently is because they're not saved. Mm -hmm. And an unsaved person is going to look at the, the, the stories of the Bible, the truths of the Bible, and say, this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That's what the Bible says. They're foolishness unto him. Yep. A person who has been born of the Spirit and wants to obey the Spirit, the Bible calls him a spiritual man. He's going to receive the, spirit, the, the truth of the Bible. He's going to get more out of his Bible. Yep. Why? Because he's seeing it for what it is. Mm, that's good. But the carnal man is a spiritual man in the sense he's been saved. He's been born of the Spirit. But he's acting like and has the desires and priorities of the, the, the natural man. The natural man. So yeah, that's good. he's going to perceive the Bible in a limited way. Mm -hmm. okay, the Apostle Paul said, I have fed you with milk. milk. So he's going to understand basic truths. He's not going to get the most out of his Bible right. because sin is ruling his heart and the desires of this world are governing his mind. So he's not going to see the things that perhaps he could see if he had a predisposition to obey what the Bible says. Do you have any recommendations you'd give to our viewers when it comes to, uh, you know, a Bible reading program, you know, what do you use? Is there a particular way, you know, what, what just real quickly, kind of a, a little parenthetical within this, what, what are your thoughts? On let me, that? let me go back to one thought okay. from what we were just talking yeah. about. Yeah. And that is, okay, 
Viewer, let me just say this. Number one, be sure that you've trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Amen. Be sure that you've Amen. been born of the Spirit. Number two, having been saved, uh, spend some time asking God to illuminate His Word to you. Amen. Um, yeah. So to just to keep it really simple, mm, that's good. salvation, supplication. Mm. David said, open thou mine eyes, Lord. <laughs> I was just looking for that verse. Right. Yeah. That I may behold wondrous things Amen. out of thy law. Yep. Amen. So God will show you things if you'll ask him Amen. to show you things. Amen. That's important. Number three, have a predisposition of obedience. Okay. And what I mean by that is mm. tell the Lord, Lord, whatever you tell me in your word, I am already predisposed to obey it. Why would God reveal something to you if you're going to kind of have a smorgasbord approach to what he says? Like, well, if it tastes good, if it looks good, then I'll eat it. Mm -hmm. No, God's not going right. to reveal his truth. Jesus yeah. said it this way, if any man will do his will, mm -hmm. he shall know of the truth, mm -hmm. whether I speak of myself or... So the whole point is this, there needs to be a yeah. predisposition on the, in the heart of a believer to say, I know the Lord, I love the Lord. I want to know what the Lord tells me. And Lord, whatever you tell me, mm -hmm. I am willing to do that. So here, here's the outline. Mm -hmm. Be saved. Be a person of supplication. Lord, teach me. Mm -hmm. Show me. And number three, be surrendered. Amen. Lord, whatever you tell me to do, yeah. that's what I'm going to do. Those three heart predispositions mm -hmm. are going to help you get much more out of your Bible. So you'd say the growth inhibitors then sometimes could even be carnality or a lack of being willing to do what maybe God has already revealed to them. So if God showed them something in his word and if they're not doing it, they're going to be stuck at that particular point in, in, until they follow through with what God wants them to do. And then once you do that, am I understanding correctly, you would, you would tell our viewers God begins to give you more light. Walk in the light that He has given you, and as you do that through obedience, He gives you more. It's exactly what the writer of Hebrews said in Hebrews 5 when he said, you know, you ought to now be to the place in your Christian walk mm. where you are teaching others. Mm. But I have need mm. to go back and teach you again yep. what be the first principles. Yep. In other words, you ought to be able to be speaking mm -hmm. a different language by now, and I'm having to teach you your ABCs. Right, right. So that's yep. the point. Uh, and the point is, as we are surrendered, mm -hmm. as we are willing, as we obey the light that we have, I like yeah. the way that you said that, yep. that's when God is in the business of revealing more and more to us. I think of the writer of Hebrews again saying, you know, I've fed, I've fed you with milk, right? And not with meat, for hitherto you're not able to bear it. So just staying with that milk. Yep. Um, so that, that's really good. I guess lastly, I would ask you, maybe you can share with us, um, you know, anything specifically that you would tell somebody that, is reading, right? Mm -hmm. And they still feel like, because I've had a reason I'm asking, I've yep. had people say this to me, I'm reading, I'm still kind of not understanding it. Um, what what advice would you give them? And just a, a quick, you know. Sure, sure. So I would say if you've satisfied those three spiritual criteria, yeah. salvation, supplication, surrender, and you're reading your Bible and you're still not understanding it, okay? I would say a couple things. 
Number one, read it more slowly. Mm, uh, so I good. call that saturation. Mm. Don't don't be in a hurry. Mm. Uh, pay attention to independent clauses. Mm -hmm. uh, for instance, as you read a passage of scripture, pay attention to mm, who, good. what, when, where, how. Uh, look at the main verb. What, what What's happening here? Who's, who's doing the action? Saturate. Mm. So when I prepare for messages, for instance, I read and reread. And then every time I read a passage, let's say that I'm going to preach from John chapter 1. I'll read that chapter numerous times, mm -hmm. but each time I read it, I'll look at a different part of it. Like for instance, sometimes I'll just read it and look at the, all the verbs. What, what's happening here? What are the, all the actions? Okay, then I'll go back and I'll look at the people. And then if there's somebody I don't know or a person that's being introduced, I'll get a Bible dictionary. I'll look up who is this person. Mm. Uh, sometimes I'll read that passage, pay attention to all the places all the directions. He went this way. He went this far. He went to this place. Look those places up. Where is that place? Yeah. And every time you do that, okay, every word you don't understand, get out a dictionary and look it up. Mm -hmm. Now, I know at first you're going to be like, oh, but that's going to take too long. But all knowledge feeds all knowledge. Yeah. So every time you do that, the next yeah, time it absolutely. becomes easier. Every time you study more carefully, the next time that former study mm -hmm. becomes a more powerful microscope by which to see your next study. So just stay with it. Amen. Keep your heart right. Yep. Make sure that you're telling the Lord, I want to obey you. Get into a passage. Don't get in a hurry. Saturate, read, reread, look up what you don't understand, and you'll be amazed. You yep. will be amazed at how God will help guide you along the trail if you'll do those simple things. Amen. Well, Paul did tell Timothy to study to show thyself approved unto God. So there is, you have to put time, you get out of it what you put into it. Absolutely. that's true. And some people that say, well, I don't really get anything out of my Bible. Are you reading it? You know, you can't just... Dr. Shemish uh, years ago said something to me, always kind of stuck with me. He said, I don't necessarily have a Bible reading schedule. He said, I'm not opposed to them, but I don't have one. He said, I just read until I'm full. Until God's, you know, until I just feel, mm. it might be, it might be 20 verses. It might be five verses. It might be two verses. It might be three chapters. But when God speaks to me, I'll just stop and pause and meditate on that until I'm full. And so there isn't a set thing in the Bible that says, do this, do this, and do this in terms of how much. But it does say that we are to give attendance to reading. Yeah. And that's a starting point. Well, th th yeah. th think about reading relationally. And that's what I would say to you. Think about reading relationally. So you don't have a, a merry uh, talking schedule. Mm -mm. Your wife's name is Mary. Yeah. You don't have a merry talking schedule. Right. Mary, right. we are going to talk every day at 7.45 a.m. for 15 minutes. Family meeting. And then when it's done, we're done. No, you have a relationship with her. Yeah. You love her. Yep. There are some days when you're, you're busy with other priorities. Not that you don't love her first, mm -hmm. but she understands. Yeah. And you catch that conversation later in the day. Yep. There are some times when it's just like, I want to just spend the whole day with you. Yep. It's the same way with the Lord. As this book becomes a living thing in our lives, yeah. there are days when you just want to spend 
uh, extra time, yep. reading, studying, learning. There are days when you say, listen, I don't have a lot of time, but boy, I'll tell you what, I want to spend some time because I love this. Amen. And if you look at the Word of God relationally, yeah, it'll good. help you in the way that you approach it. Yeah. Not a checklist, not a chore, but relationally. That's very good. Mm -hmm. All right, before we close, as my memory reminded me, it wasn't the writer of Hebrews that mentioned that I fed you with milk. It was Paul to the church at Corinthians. I had to correct myself, but anyway... Pastor Skelly, thank you so much. But he so used that he he if Paul wrote Hebrews, he used the same analogy in Hebrews five. He did, Hebrews so five, I, he did. Yep, and one that need teach you right the yes. the first oracles and mm -hmm. principles there. All right, Pastor Skelly, thank you so much. What a blessing! Absolutely. What a joy! He's here for the Seeker Summit for the College and Career, and he preached the, tonight and did a great job. And so we figured we'd take an opportunity and and really on a subject that is so important today, mm -hmm. getting the most out of your Bible. What a great topic. And thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you Lord willing next time.